The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast, your twice-weekly progressive politics and current events podcast. As the title of the show implies, this is coming at you from within the walls of the nation of Zion, where the land of Deseret, according to the the Mormon prophets and seers and revelators of the past. Anyway, you, you don't want to hear all that shit. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome back. This is episode number 161, and I'm X, and I'm your host on the show. Joining me this week for the episode are Kyle Steenblick and our special guest, Brian West, who joins us from the Geek Dad Report. I've uh, co-hosted on some of their stuff before. You should really go check it out. It is a lot of fucking fun, especially if you're into geek culture and stuff. And you should definitely go check out the long-form interview that I had with Corey Johnston uh, a couple of months ago. I think it was in November when I did it. Uh, it's over at his um, Brainstorm podcast stuff i mean just google that and you should be able to find it it was a really good time i'll try to include it in the show notes um let's see what else do i have for you guys aren't you glad you don't live in hawaii i mean 38 minutes of sheer fucking terror thinking that a nuclear bomb was coming in on you i mean really all of this shit happens after we record and so i have to kind of make just a note of it here in post to talk to you guys about and I'm really sad that we missed a chance to talk about that one because, man, that just shows an utter failing of everything that the government is supposed to be doing for people. Especially when, after the fact, we can't even get the goddamn president to make a comment on it. He's too busy uh, playing golf, I guess. Who knows? Uh, let's see. If this is the first time that you heard the show, we've got a lot for you to enjoy. But first, we're going to give you a word from a podcast that we love that you really should be listening to. This is the Utah Outcasts, and we'll be right back. Hey, y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a bear can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff and teach people where the Bible stole its stories from, so... Y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. Sometimes the trash takes itself out, and I'm thankful for this. Uh, and people are going to look at us, oh, how dare you say this horrible things about people that are dead? Hey, if you haven't figured it out by now, we don't give a shit about dead people, because they're dead. No, yeah, they don't they're care. Dead. They're right. You're dead. <laughs> so, you don't count anymore. Uh, I think we reported on this guy a number of months, maybe a year or so ago. Uh, Idaho Republican lawmaker by the name of uh, Representative Brandon A. Hickson who was accused of inappropriate touching multiple times over several years of, uh, uh, let's see, young girls, two young girls, uh, molestation of two young girls, it says here. He shot himself after a few of the allegations became public. So trash took itself out there, and I'm... Yes, yes, it did. Thank you for not yes, taxing the legal system oh, any more than oh, you possibly had to. Oh, but, but his goodbye, cruel world note was, <laughs> was just delicious. Oh, I didn't hear about this. It, <laughs> was, no, no, it was a basic. It was basically Taylor Swift's "Look What You Made Me Do." Oh my that's god! That's basically you made me do this. <laughs> well, technically, that's not true. You actually pulled the trigger, so you made you do that. Oh no, he was like he. It was crazy. Let's see. So since the suicide, Hickson's ex-wife has spoken out about the issue. She says that he was under investigation for molesting two girls. We already heard that, including a female relative who was abused for more than 10 years oh fuck this guy yeah well you know what i'm I'm a mixed you know what i'm glad he's gone let's be honest he's world's better off without him apparently Yeah, world's better off without him but uh you know is that the easy way you almost want to see him punished but i mean i don't want to pay for him no no yeah no see him in jail yeah this is no but somebody touching him inappropriately 
You know, if we did have a prison system where the thing that happened that you did happen to you constantly, I think that would be pretty fucking ironic. I mean, but oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're here for rape? Oh, all right, sweet, guess all what? Right. Oh, it's your three thirty. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but we we'd have, just to, get, we'd have to get we'd have to get kind of creative with some people. Though. <laughs> I mean, how many how many times can you do the same thing to somebody? Exactly. I mean, we're humans. We get conditioned to things after a while. That's why the concept of hell never worked for me because I'm like, yeah. So uh, on the I, I've thought about hell quite a bit actually. Being a Christian yeah. kid growing up, it's like so the three thousandth day that i'm in hell and my skin's flayed off does it hurt as much do i have memory of all the times that i was flayed previously I think to get that used to it here's what i here's what i argue with people all the time mm-hmm. you have nerve endings in your body if we do have a soul it has no nerve endings which yeah. means you cannot feel pain which means <laughs> burning in hell means absolutely goddamn nothing yeah I you agree. might get kind of bored. No, like, I like the uh, the the idea of the the Mormon hell. The Mormon hell is kind of terrifying <laughs> because it's just outer darkness. It's, it's just like nothing. No, it's nothing. Being aware of nothing for eternity—that's kind of a ooh. Fuck. So, are we talking like sensory deprivation tank of nothing? I don't we... know. <laughs> but once again, if you have a soul, okay, yeah, everything that we are and our ability to be aware is because of our brain, right? Yeah. <laughs> If you're, you just be like your an cosmic, essence, floating yeah. essence. I mean, your cosmic entity will have no would, feeling. So you no have this. Uh, I think it'd be pretty cool. You get to go on a, like a space odyssey. You're like, ooh, stars. <laughs> go look it up. Even if it was like nothing, I would still, I would still start singing to myself, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. I just start just because. Go you know watch the I like Rocket is, Man. Uh, <laughs> I watched uh, Lucifer on Fox. Yeah. So, on, on that show, I like their the way they have hell. That actually makes more sense if you're gonna give me like a real hell where you live each 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 uh, each chamber is custom to each person, and you choose your own hell. You basically relive your worst moment over and over and over again. Um, and the crazy part is is that the doors always unlock, so you always have the choice to leave hell. But because of your own guilt and confliction. And trapped in your cycle of, of, of guilt, you can't leave, right? I'm like, man, that's that's fucking deep. It kind of reminds me of the the movie that nobody saw, the What Dreams May Come movie, the the Robin Williams what do you movie. Mean, nobody saw that. that. Movie? Lots of people saw that. I like that movie. Robin. A lot of people hated that movie. I, I, really? I, I, I liked it. That's exactly what <laughs> hell was. Movie. It was a hell of your own choosing kind of thing. Like I you mean, couldn't. It's no, yeah. it's no hook, but it's pretty good. <laughs> Have you gone back it's, and watched? It's hook no recently? bicentennial, man. But <laughs> hey, you know what? Fuck holding up. I love Hook. That movie's great. <laughs> Did you see the oh. uh sorry, going off on an off topic here because we're talking about this sick fucking child molester because we don't want to talk about the sick fucking child molester. Um that the guy that did uh that played um Rufio uh-huh. in Hook, he made a short movie on YouTube yeah. called Bangerang. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like the prequel to Rufio. And I'm like, what a pointless opening movie. Like what I'm like, he just gets killed by Hook anyway. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. You know, that's the one thing about that movie that never makes sense. It's like this goofy kind of comedy. I mean, it's all shot on, like, one stage. It's almost like a play in some aspects. Yeah. And then it gets super dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rufio just gets murdered. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Well, I just, I, I love watching that movie only for the fact that Captain Hook gives no fuck about the other pirates. And so, yeah. <laughs> he's you know, like... You know the pirate that goes in the boo box is Glenn Close? Yeah, it is. No it's, shit. Oh, I recently yeah. saw that one of those stupid like hint things you don't know about <laughs> movies. And I'm like, oh, what's this? They give me I every love, fucking time. I hate it. Yeah, I love those things. I love I those things because I click through them and go, yeah, I knew. I yeah, knew. I knew. Like, I watch those things. Who the fuck doesn't know this? <laughs> I feel like you take it as like a personal challenge. You see one of these, yeah, like, oh, fuck you. Oh, yeah? Try it. Try me. And things I don't know. <laughs> you're going to swipe you. 37 ads and you're like, god damn it. Yeah. Now, the fucked up thing about this guy uh, offing himself <laughs> is that the Idaho State House has offered all sorts of kind words about the guy. Of course they have. It's Idaho. But As his my ex- neighbor, I can say fucking Idaho. Uh, yeah, we can say I, fucking yeah, Idaho. I, I've lived in Idaho. Fuck Idaho. <laughs> I drive through it very fast. Now, when yeah, I lived when I lived there, they did have it, they did have like a two story arcade there that was pretty fucking 
baller. Good potatoes. It was, it was a good, it's a good <laughs> arcade. Really cool shopping mall where I used to play all my Super Nintendo games back in the day. <laughs> Do you know what that part is? I know it's beautiful. It is beautiful country. If you drive through there, there's some amazingly like some. It is, some. It is, but it is, but it is populated almost entirely by shit and cows. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's see. His ex-wife is pissed about it, saying that his suicide robbed the fam- uh, her family's hopes of finding justice and closure through the legal system. So I can understand they're, they're being a little bit upset about that. Yeah. Uh, she told the Associated Press in an interview Wednesday that, uh, that the um, her ex-husband raped and inappropriately touched one of the alleged female victims for about 11 years. So it's even more than what we thought, so... Uh, and the, the person that editorializes here says, I couldn't agree with her more. Instead of letting the justice system do the job, he took his own life and is now is being hailed as a hero by his former co-workers in the political world. The man who allegedly committed all these monstrous acts will never have to feel guilt or remorse, and he leaves the world a worse place for having been in it. Now, I agree, but the thing is, mm-hmm. like, like, net positive here. He's no longer around to do these things, so therefore the world just got a little bit better. I'm not going to say worse. Yes. Him being in the world made it worse, but now that he's not here, he can't possibly contribute more to the worsitude of it. And mm-hmm. that's a word I'm fucking making up right now. I don't give a shit. <laughs> worsitude. Yeah. Ah, nice. <laughs> yeah, but he also can't stand freaking trial for his goddamn right. crimes. And you know what? The, the Republicans like this because now they can just make it go away, right? Instead of having another, you know, another Republican fucking two-faced asshole just dragging the party down. Now they'd be like, oh, no, whatever. See you later. <laughs> now, they were married now we for about... the whole don't speak ill of the dead thing. But they fucking care. They're dead. No, they don't care. You know, I mean, I get the family. I mean, I guess I kind of get the family. Here's what I understand about some of these enablers, right? If, <laughs> if that were me, like, and my wife, and I had done something terrible like that, and my wife found out, my wife would fucking kill me, right? Then she wouldn't yeah. be like, she wouldn't be like, I support him, and I wanted to see justice done. No, no, no. She'd be like, that motherfucker is out of here. Yeah, watching House of Cards, and you see that Robin Wright, you know, puts up with all of his shit during that whole series, you're like, fuck no, that's not how my marriage works. <laughs> I know you never want to believe the worst about somebody, but I feel like very few of these people are just, like, completely two people, right? Like, there's a person that they're at home, and then somebody completely completely different i mean i think there's signs i just think people choose to not you know they just overlook choose, yeah they they overlook it and my wife is super judgmental like so if somebody came forward with some shit like he touched me he'd be like why the fuck did you touch her you know? <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't get a second chance there would be no second chance the shit would yeah, be over just, you know mm-hmm. oh god the and honestly able, uh, i wouldn't deserve it anyway anyway <laughs> if i did that thing <laughs> if i did the thing i wouldn't deserve it we don't care where you catch the show whether it be itunes overcast iHeartRadio, stitcher spreaker or hell even youtube if you enjoy the show even the slightest amount all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe like or share us with your friends without word of mouth we'd have never become the show that we are today the cure is right here. Just let me... No! Stati only takes magic! Oh, come on. Try me a wizard! There's pound cake! Hold starchy while I administer the serum. Yeah. What? Yeah. Look, I'm a nurse and all, but my uncle is a magic worker, and he cured my sadness about my marriage. Listen, all magic is is scientific principles presented like mystical hoodoo, which is fun, but it's sort of irresponsible. I got your magic right here, okay? And razzle-dazzle, flooby-doo, zamabama-foo. Is that a real spell? No, I'm making fun of spells. Princess, you're being really disrespectful of my beliefs. That was very close-minded. Mike Cernovich, unfortunately, is one of those people that, you know, groups like Sam Cedar on the Majority Report like to talk about all the time. And if you go and search for any of the uh, the Vic Burger videos about Mike Cernovich, oh. you'll, you're in for a great surprise because especially <laughs> there's one where a gorilla eats his poop with this guy talking. And <laughs> it's funny as shit, but uh, we're going to have him talk to us about the deep state. So here we go. There aren't yeah. enough people saying, how do I create value? Alchemy, I call it. All I do is alchemy. How do I create something out of nothing? You obviously don't know what the fuck alchemy means, sir. Yeah, no. He's got no clue. It has nothing to do with something out of nothing. I mean, even if you went with a lazy route of, like, Japanese anime where you're talking about 
full metal alchemist where it's equivalent exchange kind of thing you still have to have something in in, mm-hmm. a, in order to end up with nothing you know it has nothing to do with nothing it, nothing something from nothing old school alchemy like turning shit into gold yeah pretty much uh, that was part of it yeah it's part of it uh there's a uh, Isaac not Isaac Asimov what the fuck? Sir Isaac Newton has had a lot of stuff about alchemy too. Oh, everybody yeah, he was er- crazy about it. Everybody likes to talk about how Sir Isaac Newton was super duper smart and everything but like yeah but he had like all sorts of volumes on alchemy as well. So So I, I take it this guy's thinking he's really talking magic like turning he thinks alchemy is magic and he's talking yeah. about oh. something in another Oh another. you don't know who Mike Cernovich is? No. Oh, oh. he's he's um a guy that's uh figured every once in a while on Infowars. Oh. <laughs> he he's a self-help kind of guy. He's a oh, um men's right men's rights activist. He was a big part of Gamergate. He was also a oh fuck what was it? I want to say. Well, you he's know, a, his rights have been trampled on for years, right? He's yeah. like a pickup sure. artist kind of person. He wrote yeah. self-help books called The Gorilla he's, Mindset. He's a, yeah, he's a total shitbag. Listen, he's on Infowars. That's all you got to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what content creation is. Before this video, there was nothing. No, there was plenty before your video was, was made, plenty. sir. Yeah. There was a lot. <laughs> there was quite a bit before this video was made. There was nothing in the history of anything ever. And he's got like the funny thing is he's got like the split screen setup going on where he's like him talking to a an expensive microphone and on the other side of the screen it's him scrolling through Twitter. So he's just scrolling through Twitter. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Now I've created something. That's everything I do is alchemy. That's why I believe in magic, not black magic, not the satanic magic that they practice in Hollywood and that the deep state practices and that the the media practice. I believe in good magic, light magic, alchemic magic. Oh. Okay. You believe in one, but you're willing to talk about four other ones? I the fuck is that about, sir? Everyone in Hollywood's practicing magic. Black magic. God, can I? Can we get over? Like, listen, Hollywood is Hollywood, right? They're actors. Yes, they're they're liberals, but like, I, I get tired of yeah, everyone. Not all of them. I mean, people act like Hollywood leads the liberal agenda, right? <laughs> like, what? What are you talking about? I don't have a leader. We don't have leaders. Like, it's you're just you believe in progressiveness. I don't know what to tell well, you. Here's the thing: is that like people that work in Hollywood and all these like people that make millions and millions of dollars on whatever it is they do. In Hollywood, the reason that they're so vocal and out about a lot of the stuff is that they don't really have a job beyond when they're making a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, and they're artists by nature; they're progressive. They got plenty of time to talk about this kind of shit. Yeah, so, it, it just like you know, jo- John Voight is not a liberal voice. No, James Wood, James Woods is not oh, a fucking Wood. liberal voice. <sighs> Uh, Alchemetic magic is how do I create something out of nothing? He said, "Create." I just have to yeah, give him did, a little bit just, of there. He did. He did just say, <laughs> "Create." Truly, through manifesting my will through power and light, oh, which is value. That's white magic. That's alchemetic magic. No, Please dude. show me how you do it, because I would Al- like to. I too would like to per- do magic. Well, you know. Brian, when you make the Geek Dad report every week, that's alchemical magic. You know, it's magic. Out of nothing. You do make magic happen. Making Utah outcasts into YouTube stuff does not take any fucking magic. It's (laughs) manipulating of electrons. (laughs) Occasionally, I can make magic happen to my pants. Goddamn liar. (laughs) Occasionally. You just say, how can I create value for people every day of my life? And then when you think that way, you... Take something that never existed, and you now have created something. Created. Look, if you're asking, if you're asking, if you're asking Mike, Sutton, if you're asking him about how to create value, you're you're asking the wrong. <laughs> you're asking person. the wrong person. Well, I think there you have it. He immediately brings value, so money. He's already talking about how he can make money off of his magic. <laughs> his magic is to make you believe he has magic. Now, this is like a normally like two minute and forty second video. I am not going to make it through this entire thing because I this know. guy is dumb. I'm done. I'm done with him already. I'm done with this already. <laughs> how do you? How do you? How do people believe these fucking morons? I, I. How do people like him get like multi thousands of like subscribers? It's, it's meanwhile, do. do we? The three of us need to get on a fucking show every week and talk about fucking 
elves and shit. And they're like, <laughs> today I conjured magic. Here's the spell. Three well, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy to. It's easy to. It's easy to con people out of money when they're morons. I rolled, I rolled 3d6 and got a 15. That means I win. <laughs> I just don't understand it. I just don't. Because there's dumb people in the world. And... Yeah, there's dumb people. They, they, just, they, they just take advantage of, of ignorance. Yep. Let's let them finish. That's all it is. Most people, because of our culture, is demonic. Our culture, Our culture is demonic. Is demonic? <laughs> oh god, I just you're talking like mad. I just magic. Yeah, there, talking magic, man. Uh, there's no way to respond to this shit because no, it's so ridiculous. No. There's just shut <laughs> the fuck up. They practice dark magic, which is vampiric magic. Oh, now he's bringing in vampires. Magic. Yes. Yes! <laughs> the fucking full fucking Monty. Let's bring it. Oh, man. Where else is it going to go with this one? Like, is Un Princess Unikitty going to make it in here somewhere? I don't. I, <laughs> I wish I could meet him and I'd be like, show me, your show me your magic. I'd pull out a wand and try and duel him. It'd be magic. Yeah. Business, business, business. Numbers. <laughs> Have you ever heard the expression emotional vampire? Spiritual nope. vampire. Yeah, I'm goop.com. Yes. Hit yes. I'm going to watch the YouTube. I'm going to watch your Periscope. Oh, hit yes. uh, I'm going to watch Facebook. Who here has heard spiritual vampire? Nobody. Or emotional vampire. You've Nobody. heard people say, well, that person's like an emotional vampire. No, you haven't. Unless you have a cleft butthole, <laughs> you don't say fucking terminology like that. No, you don't. Emotional vampire? Yeah, it's called being a human being. God damn it. Yeah, I'm trying to suck <laughs> the emotion out of everybody. Yep. That person is great. <laughs> I just want to be loved. Is that so wrong? Fuck me. Tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> Every time I talk to that person, I just feel, you know, gross. I dread getting a text message or an email. I see that person's name and I just think, oh, God, what now? You know, I shouldn't make fun of his lisp because I kind of have a slight, a slight one myself as I'm making all sorts of sibilance words here. And I've had a lot to drink tonight, <laughs> so it doesn't really help very much, but. I don't fucking talk like this all the fucking time. It's just well, you yeah, can't. If you're if if you're taking a job, if you're giving yourself a job where you're publicly speaking, you know, you, you should probably learn to speak. But we, uh, I don't want to nail him for a speech impediment. <laughs> but because the thing is, fucking you horrible magic, things. Why does he use magic to fix it? You shouldn't call yourself some sort of alpha male if you have a lisp. I feel like this. You know what? Let's let's not play fair here. This guy is talking about fucking wizards and demons and magic and shit. Alchemic <laughs> magic and list. vampiric magic and. You know what? No, no. He took off any protection he has for making fun of him because he's got the specific anything. This motherfucker is trying to sell people light magic from his fucking willpower. This guy's a goddamn con man. So fuck him. Fuck his list. This guy's probably short and stupid. Fuck him for all those things. He's trying yeah, to make. He's his, trying to say that making his, YouTube skill videos. Check on his, his, the skill, skill check on his protection charm failed. Yes. It he's failed. trying. He's <laughs> trying to say that making YouTube videos is alchemic magic. No, dude. Ever, no. <laughs> From now on, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna go home and make magic tonight. Well, I'm just gonna make that, magic. Dude. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week. It's true, we record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Utah Outcasts for more information.
Now, Bill Donahue of the Catholic League, um, he's a real shitbag. I mean, and people can be like, oh, what are you talking about? Why do you talk shit on this guy? No, he really is a terrible person. He he defends the Catholic Church against just about everything. Oh, the Catholic Church has been a force for good in the United States. It's like, no, fuck you, dude. No, not really. No. Uh, so anyway, what happened recently is that uh, he he's trying to claim... That they that if anybody's trying to navigate the issue of uh, like, you know, Hollywood and other industries coming to terms with sexual harassment problems, that they should look towards the Catholic Church. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> this is like, really, wow. really exactly. <laughs> the Catholic Church. So a quotation here says the clergy sexual abuse scandal in the Catholic Church made headlines in 2002, even though most of the offenses took place from the mid 1960s to the mid 1980s. Shame on you that it took like 40 something years for that shit to finally reach light. And, you know, meh. right. But that he, was, but I mean, that was only part of it. There's yeah. been a lot more reported since oh, then yeah. and a lot more. And- I'm sorry. I, st- I stopped myself mid sentence. So over the past decade and a half, the church launched many new policies to check this problem. The result being a dramatic reduction in cases of abuse. Indeed, there is no institution in the nation today, religious or secular that has a better record of dealing with sexual misconduct than the Catholic Church. <laughs> you well, I mean, are it's a goddamn liar. Didn't they all just get busted for, like, some weird gay orgy recently? It, yeah. Which, I mean, hey, I'm, you want to have a gay orgy? Yeah, you, fun, as long as everybody there was, cons- was a consenting adult, you Yeah, but don't, fun. like, hold yourself to, like, gays are a sin unless you have a Catholic gay orgy. <laughs> then it's fine. <laughs> it's almost like the game we played last week with uh, Thomas Monson's like something 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 I say unless you're gay <laughs> yeah <laughs> how's that started do they have like a, a catholic twister and then it just got real weird <laughs> left dick well, blue like, wait wait, huh? wait hang on a sec you left dick <laughs> I mean, this, this is the state of the catholic church when all of us are like well at least there wasn't little boys there right yeah that's, that's really all it was <laughs> yeah well, so, at least everyone was an adult. He well, continues. And, you know, and, and their bullshit claim there hasn't been since anything since the 80s. I mean, look at the time frame. Oh, yeah, most no, most abusers come out when they're older and they can actually like, they feel like they can come out and talk about it. You yeah. know, most small children who are being abused right now aren't going to be like, I'm being abused. I mean, it takes years for these things to be able to... For people you know, to understand that's what really mm-hmm. happened to them, you know? Yeah, well, and to understand and have the strength to confront their, their accuser, especially in a religious setting. I mean, religion can be such a powerful feeling. Like, you, you, you feel so strongly towards your church, like it's a sense of family, and how could you do this to me, and what's going on? And it can take years to come to terms with that. And he continues here, The Catholic Church's policies on sexual misconduct provide a model for all organizations and professions. Right. Promote <laughs> them. Mm. Uh, it is high time. It re- it is high time. It received credit for the progress it has made. No. You show us some goddamn respect. More important, those who have been the harshest critics need to learn from what is it accomplished, what it has accomplished, and start instituting policies that mirror those of the church. No. Here's the gigantic. I mean, obscenely gigantic difference between Catholic Church and organizations. A Catholic Church, your priests are all men. Organizations, men and women. Catholic Church, your male priests are not allowed to fuck anybody. If they would just get rid of the celibacy, that would just get rid of most of it. That would probably solve a bit of a problem. Yeah. Here's my other thing, too. I mean, to compare yourself to any kind of organizations, what organization survives child molestations for 20 years, right? Yeah, rich ones that have their own very, nation very states, rich ones. You know? I'm pretty sure if like Salvation Army found out that they've been raping children for the last 30 years, they're not going to be around anymore. No, they've yeah. they've managed to survive being you know pretty shitty towards gay and trans people. Yeah, you know? <laughs> being very. But even shitty. that, I mean, as terrible as that is, that's still not raping children, right? No, true. They, I mean, at least they're not raping children. As, uh, yeah, as long as the <laughs> bell ringers, line? as yeah. long as the bell ringers aren't collecting children, I think you're okay for a while there, but. <laughs> We're fuckers, but we're not raping children. (laughs) (laughs) It's just amazing that this guy thinks he deserves some sort of respect. His organization deserves some sort of respect from going from an F to a D minus. I mean, it's like, (laughs) 
You guys have still got a lot more, a lot more to fucking work on. So much. Like, how about love, birth control? How about that? You guys I love treat. How they feel like they even feel empowered enough to be able to like talk about this. Like, yeah. I, if I'm the Catholic Church, I'm just keeping my head down during this whole thing. I'm not saying shit. Well, and that's the thing is that this is not a, a statement from the church. This is a guy that loves the Catholic Church so much that he has a ultra right wing. You know, I, I follow it on Twitter only because I fucking have to for this show. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd have a lot more fun on Twitter. Uh, but he has a Catholic Defense League. Like, it's like a one million moms kind of group, but their their major thing is that they're all Catholic. It's like, hmm. Yeah, I don't think the Catholic Church needs very much defending there. I, no. You should not be defending them against this kind of thing. Oh, well. What about birth control? How about that? Can you guys uh, start treating yeah, birth control like a normal human that'd right? Be, or That'd be nice. That would do a lot for your organization. We'll start with basic things, you know. Um, how about well, women in leadership? Male, male birth control is about to happen, so we'll see how many. Of those I I hypocrites. I hope so. For that, for the sake of for the sake of my children, I look forward to that day. The only problem with male birth control is that will be the day that the world ends. There will be no more children, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to the uh, the injection that you can get into your vast deference where it's not yeah. having to get a snip. You know, we are not res- we are not responsible enough to be handed that power. oh my gosh so donahue as usual is lying about the church's record just last year just last year the royal commission into institutional responses to child sex abuse in australia we've talked about this before on the show had noted that seven percent of priests who worked in australia between the 50s and 2009 had been accused of child sex abuse to seven percent man that's that's a redonkulous amount of people, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of people. But it just goes to say, like, the, the problem didn't stop at 1980. You know, like, Thriller came out, and all of a sudden, child sex abuse stopped. No, that's that's not what happened, man. <laughs> they got better at covering it up. My, Miami Vice came out, and next thing you know, it all stops. <laughs> I got my DeLorean. I don't need to touch kids anymore. Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, You can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Parents, if you're watching with children, uh, you might want to mute for the next 35 seconds. Uh, You and your colleagues have learned uh, an incredible nugget. People from shithole countries. Shithole countries. Shithole country. From shithole countries. That Donald Trump has turned the Oval Office into a shithole. Shithole. These countries are shitholes. I will be your greatest champion. But if Barack Obama had said shithole, quote, shithole countries. Credible nugget. Borderline racist. (laughs) Those are asshole countries. They all are S-hole people who live in S-hole places. S-hole, S-hole, S-holes. What does that have to do with talking about S-hole? We're a country that all came from S-hole countries. S-hole countries. S-hole countries, I won't say it, (laughs) uh, but you get the point. Shithole. All countries in Africa are shitholes. Shithole countries. I guess Trump would call a shithole. It is week 51. We're almost at a year for Trump. It's only been a year feels like, like it's been six or seven like this this feels like the most i i have never been this politically tired in my life <laughs> i i am so i am so i'm having so much fun watching news anchors and pundits just most of their show is just sitting there going <laughs> i we're okay. in uncharted territory folks that's exactly the kind of like looks they <laughs> give all the time I want one yeah. week of just not like this. Shit that makes of you not feel this. Sad to be an American. <laughs> so how about uh, let's see? I think we talked a little bit last week how he referred to himself as a stable genius <laughs> as people were debating his mental fitness. <laughs> a very stable genius, which is interesting because he had his White House physical. Uh, I think today, which is today's Friday, as we're recording this. Yeah. Um, he had his White House physical, and they said he's in excellent health, which. Well, you're bullshit. a goddamn liar. 
I'm I'm overweight oh, and God. I run and I eat that, healthy. That means that, that I'm still not in fucking well, no, excellent condition. That state that statement is even better because it was uh, they they released the the written statement from the doctor with his <laughs> name fucking spelled wrong. Oh, that's funny. So it was written by Donald. It was written. It had to have been written by somebody else because there is no way that that doctor misspelled his first name. First of all, Donald Trump sweats gravy, so there's no way that he is fucking healthy. <laughs> Man, I can go for some KFC gravy right now. Second of all, did anybody <laughs> else where they were sitting there like, please be cancer, please be cancer, please be cancer? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, at this point, no. He, I, he doesn't get off easy. Yeah, no. that's true. Uh, I want to see, see. Well, see Mueller drag him out in fucking handcuffs. He uh he took credit for record low African American unemployment, even though of course he you know did. his his fiscal year ended oh uh let's see started three months ago. Yeah, go ahead and claim your unemployment rates. You know now it's officially your watch three months ago because you know a, yeah now it's officially your watch and Ow. guess what the unemployment numbers are starting to do. They're starting to uh, oh I don't know go up because. Walmart fucking closed like 68 Sam's Club stores, which mm -hmm. God damn it, people. I mean, I, I shouldn't think that Walmart would be a barometer of the of the economy. But if Walmart's having to close Sam's Club stores, you know, bulk fucking bargain bin places yeah. where it doesn't take a lot of work to stock shelves kind of thing. If they're having a hard time and having to close that many stores. You got a problem. Well, you know what's funny is it completely so the 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 Sam's Club thing coincides with the one with the eleven dollar an hour minimum wage that they're raising. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know they're saying like, oh, you know Trump did this, and that Trump was bragging about how he got Walmart to raise their minimum wage to eleven bucks. Oh, well, he had nothing to do with it. Bullshit. Of course, he had nothing to do with it, but he's going to take credit for. It. Listen, if I take a shit and it's gold, he's going to be like, I made Brian West take a gold shit in Seattle, Washington. <laughs> of course, uh, he did. Uh, but. but no, so the one, so the raise coincides with closures of all these Sam's clubs. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> Walmart raises a lot of employees' wages, but then lays off a shit ton. Mm -hmm. And then on top of it, they closed a bunch of Walmart stores and laid off a shit ton of employees, which, yeah. enough, their wages coincided with the bonuses that they were giving everybody. So they were giving out $190. It, it went out to about $190 bonus to all of their employees, mm -hmm. saying, this is the benefit of the tax. We're giving it back to the employees. Well, they mm -hmm. laid off like 1,100 employees, which if you take their annual salaries, equaled almost dollar for dollar the amount they were paying out in bonuses. <laughs> well, and the, the big bonuses that they like to tout that Stop. came out in the press release that they had. Yeah. Do you know who, who those bonuses were for? People that had been working for Walmart for like 20 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the big bonuses. That doesn't... that. <laughs> They are a shitty corporation. They are so, a shitty corporation, and they are a corporation, and every corporation is only going to do... They're not going to raise wages because they got a tax. They're, they're going to care about what they, the, the bottom line for the, for the gonna, stakeholder, yes. for the, the shareholder. Right. And it was clear to them that if they did not raise their wages, they would start losing... They would actually start losing business. They are starting to see the the pushback that's been going on for a while this is not new here's uh here's what i want I want to suggest to people that might be listening to this that are wondering what they can do besides walmart get a costco membership costco is fucking mm -hmm. amazing i i really fucking enjoy my costco membership i mean they have good booze if you live in washington the best yeah. thing to and the 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 memberships can be kind of can be kind of pricey go in it go in go in on it with uh, a friend or a family member yeah but the thing is, like, they actually pay their employees a living wage, a yeah, somewhat livable wage. Uh, and second, uh, go to a store that's like uh, employee owned, like for groceries and stuff like go to Winco yeah. if you have a Winco nearby. I mean, if you're wondering what mm -hmm. that might be, but don't go to like the Kroger's. Don't go to the the Walmarts and stuff if you can avoid it, because you got to make it hurt for these people. Otherwise, I mean, they're finally raising shit to eleven dollars an hour. But come on, eleven bucks an hour, eleven bucks an hour. That should have been the minimum wage like 30 years ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's ridiculous. Oh, I remember. I'm having, we're, listen, I'm hearing all about it. In Seattle, they just implemented the $15 an hour minimum wage. And so mm -hmm. we have a subway here that's no longer going to be able to do $5 footlongs. And people are saying, oh, you know, this, 
This is what this is what the minimum wage this is. What happens? We we no longer have five dollar footlongs, and I'm I'm countering with everybody saying, is it that, or is it the fact that Subway's franchise fees are fucking outrageous? Right? Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing: quit quit franchising. Open your own sub shop. When people stop caring, when people stop giving in to these corporations and do their own thing, you're going to get business. Mm-hmm. You're going to get it back, and then they're going to have to go back to not paying their you know their execs four hundred times what their workers make. Well, let's yeah. just go ahead and call all like chain restaurants exactly what they are. Cisco. <laughs> yeah. It's it's I mean, every it's it's no coincidence that Red Robin, McDonald's, every place you've gone to. I can remember a time as a kid when McDonald made a good burger. Right. You go there now <laughs> and it's just disgusting. It's because their food quality has gone up and their prices or the food quality has gone down and their prices have gone up. Mm-hmm. Every single chain does this. We continue to go to these places so they continue to do it, right? It's like, yeah. don't go there anymore. Well, See, yeah, it's, yeah, they're businesses. They operate like businesses. What can, how can they cut costs? What can they get away with? Exactly. Yeah. Where, where can they cut costs to, in, order to, in order to make more money? Look, there's a reason that Krusty Burger is a parody in, <laughs> on The Simpsons, and it's been that way mm-hmm. for 20-something years. All right, let's get back to Trump. Uh, he promised that he could beat Oprah in 2020. <laughs> well, first of all, Oprah's not running in 2020. Let's be honest. Well, no, and I was going to say, what, what the fuck does he think his name is? Harpo? Because if you watch The Color Purple, that's the... Uh, sorry, that went way too far oh. for that joke. Oh, God. I love that movie, though. It's a oh. great book, too. Fuck, that's a, that is a powerful-ass book if you've never read, read it before. That book. I, don't think I've ever I read... mean, first, I mean, hey... I, I I got to admire your optimism there, buddy. That you're gonna that you're gonna make it. <laughs> you're gonna make long. it to 2020. Yeah. Uh, he um, has postponed <laughs> his fake news awards. Which why we oh. have? I don't know. Anytime I hear any kind of press release from the president, <laughs> I'm always hearing about ratings. I'm always hearing mm-hmm. about you know how many people tune into things. Know, like, but do you know why he canceled it? Well, yeah, he's postponed it until Wednesday. They so. made a mockery of his mockery. Yeah, they did because you actually have you you actually have people in this in the White House press briefings going, "Hey, when are we going to get the list of the nominees for this award? When's the and invite? We, <laughs> we kind of want to know. What, what we also want to know what is the award going to be? This is listen. This is old school bully counter one hundred and one. If a bully yeah. comes to you and says your mom's a whore, you say, "Wow, I didn't know you knew my mom." How much does she charge these days? You know, and then they and then they just walk away, right? That's exactly what they did with this fake news. Yeah, fake news awards. You know, they started fighting on who gets it. You're not actually you're not actually making MSNBC or CNN mad anymore. It doesn't work anymore. No, they think you've made them feisty as hell. (laughs) I mean, they're ready to just. That's what was it? Uh, Miller, what's his name? Uh, Was it Sean Miller? Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller. When he went on Tapper. Oh man. Yeah. Oh God! Tapper's like, you've been wasting enough of my viewers' time. Leave. The best part of that is the stuff that they got after they. Dude, he didn't leave. They had to drag him out. Yeah. (laughs) They had to get security to drag him out. Uh, Let's see. He said recently that he is unlikely to sit down with special counsel Robert Mueller. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Sure, voluntarily. You know, he says that, but there, there's going to be an announcement. I think they said uh, probably Tuesday. They're, they're negotiating. Subpoena. <laughs> well, Guess what, Donald? You can't say no to a subpoena. <laughs> yeah, we may not be able to charge you with anything, but you have to answer to the law. You know? <laughs> yeah. I want to do. I want to do the. How many times does he lie? Game, right? I mean, in one sense, oh, no, we contradict yeah. himself. <laughs> we've we've already we've already said that if it's going to happen, and I hope to God, and I I hope they demand that it be public. Oh, and God. televised. Oh, it'd be so amazing. Oh God, tell them if about the ratings happens, and the money that'll come in from a pay-per-view. Oh, that kind shit. of thing. If that if that happens, it, it there's going to be a Listen, watch. Party all you got to do is tell them that Obama game. one time had to testify and he did it on on TV. And the ratings were huge. <laughs> uh, let's see. He bragged about selling F fifty twos to Norway. Yes. <laughs> that's actually kind of cool <laughs> that's kind of great well which had me thinking at first i'm like fuck did he just declassify a plane did he just like admit to something that doesn't <laughs> exist yet too, right he just didn't know what the number was 
Yeah, and I thought at first that's what he what he was meaning to say is like maybe he meant B fifty twos, but I'm like, why the fuck would he be selling long range bombers to Norway? Norway doesn't need long range. They they're no, right they there don't. by Russia. You know, first of all, have we gotten the F twenty two to fly yet? <laughs> no, F F twenty two is an interceptor. The F thirty five is the the joint yeah. strike fighter oh, of okay. the current. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. They, they fly, I, I know this shit. Over. I know this shit for some reason. I don't. The, <laughs> fuck me. I used to read the Jane's fucking uh, like aircraft stuff when I was a Wouldn't kid. Wouldn't that be so. great if it really was the F-52 and he totally just gave away our new plane? <laughs> That's what I was hoping it was going to be. I'm like, did he just say that the Aurora was a real thing? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just get mad at us to throw like a brick in his head off camera. Shut up. <laughs> throw him in a chokehold and drag him off camera. <laughs> this is why we stopped telling you things. Now for like the him, like fake briefings every day, like there's nothing real. There. It's all like it would be glorious to find out that that that, that was true. Okay, okay, who else is who else cannot wait for the fucking Sorkin written movie yes. of this to come out? Like <laughs> yeah, about yes, eight please, years. Yes, it's gonna be amazing. Now I realize that Aaron Sorkin is um is catnip for us people on the left because it's fun. <laughs> But it's ultimately not going to accomplish anything because it just makes us feel better. Because the people on the right, they don't care about our well-crafted arguments. They don't care about our yeah. our amazing, you know, um, feats of facts. being able to make works yeah. facts work for us, kind of thing. <laughs> so they don't exactly. care about our truthiness. No, they don't care about that at all. So anyway, back to Trump. Uh, he discovered recently, and I learned about this from a fucking Kellyanne Conway interview, which why oh. am I fucking still watching Kellyanne Conway on CNN? Uh, he discovered why are they still putting her on CNN, the Blair Witch. I don't understand how they did not take the the it parody that they did on Saturday Night Live to heart where they're like, <laughs> I'll give you a quote. You want a quote? I'll give you a quote. <laughs> so he discovered that Donald Trump discovered that there is a very big river a long part of the U.S.-Mexico border where a wall would not work. I... You know, that very river... Fucking what? You know, translates into, like, very big river, you know? I mean... The, there was a river, it was bigly. The Rio Grande. You're researching <laughs> floating walls as we speak. Never fear. <laughs> uh, hold on. He, he, didn't, he didn't know this. No. No, he... Of course he, he thought, didn't know it. I don't... Why am I surprised? <laughs> why why am I shocked and surprised that this basic piece of geographical knowledge was completely lost on He just recently found out Hawaii was a state. I mean He still doesn't know that Puerto Rico is part of the US. You know, he met with the president of Puerto Rico. Of Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, so the last thing that we're going to spend a couple of minutes on, God, not too long, because uh we have to talk about Trump doing the whole shithole the the countries being shitholes. And he said one country. He said Haiti is a shithole country. Then he said Africa, which uh -huh. is a goddamn continent. Okay. To be fair to Trump, I'm pretty sure he doesn't know Africa isn't a country. Uh, well, God, I mean, it does, have, I it, does have, it. it does include Nambia. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he actually. If you said how many countries in Africa, he would say one, Africa. <laughs> Whereas Didn't the rest Sarah of us Palin go, make this mistake? Ouch. You know, <laughs> one somebody did. So anyway, what I wanted to bring the, about this, everybody's heard about the shithole comment. Everybody's heard about it. The, the, you're not hearing anything new on the Utah Outcast. However, yeah, what I do want to say is that in order for this to be the most shocking thing, racist wise, that our president has done so far, you've had to not been paying attention over the last fucking year. Yeah. <laughs> How about the uh, however long he's been in the public? Hey, man, eye. there's always good people on both sides. Remember oh, that? Yeah. How about this? Uh, how about the story of a career intelligence analyst who was an expert on hostage policy stood before Pre President Trump in the Oval Office last fall to brief him on the impending release of a Pakistan uh, family that was being you know you heard the story about the family that was being held in yeah, Pakistan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It was her first time meeting the president, and when she was done briefing, he had a question for her. Where are you from? The president asked, and she said, New York. And Trump wasn't happy with that answer, and so uh, she said, yeah, I, I'm from Manhattan. And he wasn't happy with that either. So he wanted to know where you people are from. We had a president asking somebody where you people are from. 
Just let that sink in there for a second. So after the analyst revealed that her parents are Korean, Trump turned to an advisor in front of her in the room and seemed to suggest her ethnicity should somehow determine her career path. Let that sink in there a little bit. Your ethnicity should determine your career path. That's like trying to say I'm Hispanic, therefore, oh, yeah, you're good at cooking beans. Go in the kitchen. You know, he followed up and says, why isn't this hot Asian? Yeah. Why don't we have North the pretty Korea. Asian lady? Talk pretty to Korean him? lady isn't negotiating with North Korea on his administration. You know, he, he didn't even call her Korea. Pretty no, Asian. Asian. Oh, just, pretty Asian. You know, honestly, at this point, I, I just I grew up in it. Like, you know, I said earlier in a Christian family, which meant I was a Republican. I grew up in the Ronald Reagan era. I, I just I never thought in all the years. Say what you want to about Reagan. Back in the 80s, you felt proud to be an American, right? We were fighting Russia, Cold War, the whole thing. You felt proud. We had Rocky IV. I felt less proud <laughs> yeah. of an American than I do right now. No. Just every day, it just it sinks a little bit lower, right? I'm just it's, like, the fact makes that me... this man represents me and you and Kyle mm-hmm. just makes me sick. I, I don't even know what to say. Which means anytime I take a trip to a foreign country in the near future, I'm going to have a Canadian flag glued <laughs> onto my backpack. I'm going to London, Canada, and Mexico this year. Can't wait to have the conversations that I'm going to have to have with people. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's, well, okay, here's a tip. Every conversation begins with, Fuck Trump. I am sorry. I am very, very <laughs> sorry. Dude, so I went to, and I don't want to derail the conversation, I'll make this quick. I went to Jamaica last year, and me and my wife, are, we went to like this hibachi restaurant inside of our resort, and we're sitting there, and everybody at the table, We've, we're talking to people, you know, me and my wife are very chatty, and everybody's from Canada. And uh, so we start talking, yeah, we're Americans, this and that, and everybody kind of gets quiet. And everyone kind of looks at us, and there's this giant elephant in the room, and they're like, so what do you think about Trump? And me and my wife look at each other, and in unison, we go, fuck Trump! And they're like, everybody to a person goes, oh, thank God. And then they just want to know about... Then they let loose, yeah. They want to know yeah. about nukes. They want to know about healthcare. I mean, it is crazy with the rest of the world, especially yeah. Canada. You know, they're our neighbors. What we do affects them and how they just don't understand what's going on. And I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. And they fucking live here. Yeah. And there's <laughs> talks of us renegotiating, like NAFTA being pulled out from Canada. That yeah. is insane. That yeah. is just yeah. ridiculous. All right. So back to Trump, another racist shit that he's done. Uh, there was that one time when he was talking to the Congressional Black Caucus asking if the elected officials knew they knew of who Ben Carson was. I was because shocked that they didn't. All yeah, black people, that they all, didn't know each other. All black people are supposed to know each other. There, That's well, that they have, one. They have like a secret handshake. Isn't that what Trump said? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he said during the same meeting, uh, a member relayed to Trump that potential welfare cuts would harm her constituents. And she said, not all of whom are black. And the president replied, really? Then what are they? Our president <laughs> is fucking dumb, people. <laughs> so let's go down the uh, the rapid-fire list of other racist shit he's done. How about calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas in front of uh, Navajo Code Talkers? Oh, that was That wasn't just it. I mean, <laughs> he, he was making fucking chief jokes. They oh were being God. honored for their people's <laughs> sacrifices in world war two well weren't they getting wasn't it congressional medal, uh, like medals of valor at that time or was yes, it just you something know, yeah it was something like that yeah whatever the president can give out you know not the uh the congressional medal of honor but the, you know the valor ones like i think mm-hmm. like ellen did ellen degeneres got that one time whatever the fuck that one was uh let's see uh how about the charlottesville thing the you know we don't even need to go into detail yeah we don't even need Everybody knows that one. How about the uh, the people in Africa and how they all live in huts and people in Haiti have AIDS? Uh-huh. And oh, how about, yeah. have AIDS. How about Puerto Ricans are losers who want handouts just because they got hit by a hurricane? Mm-hmm. Black football players kneeling to protest racial inequality, calling them sons of bitches. Yeah. Calling all Mexicans rapists. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the shitting on the Gold Star family because they were Muslim. Uh, how about the how widow about of the Muslim, fallen Muslim soldier? Band. How about the, the, the widow of the fallen soldier that died, uh, calling them liars because they're black in the time? <laughs> God, he's just all over the fucking place. If this is the thing, the shithole thing is the thing that finally got you to realize that our president is a fucking racist. Mm. 
I'm glad you're with us finally. However, the shit's been going on for like a year, and I'm about to lose my fucking mind over it. (laughs) It's been well known. He was he was sued by the Nixon administration (laughs) for housing violations because he would not rent to black people. How about the uh, how about when the the casino thing was happening when he was mad about native Americans being able to have casinos. Yeah. And he tried to say, most of these people don't look native American to me. Yeah. Because that's something you could just totally spot in a person, you know? Yeah. I'm sick of people using his ignorance as an excuse to be a fucking racist too. Right. They're like, Oh, he just doesn't know what he's talking about. No, he fucking does. And he's a fucking racist. Yeah. Uh, if he doesn't, then he is a world-class moron, and why the hell did you vote for a world-class moron? Who also happens to be a fucking racist. Yeah. It's so, flat. Conservatives. If there's any conservatives or people listening to this show, watching this, going, that's not true. <laughs> if you have one black friend or you hire a black person, you can still be a goddamn racist. I tired of people yeah. like, he hired Ben Carson. It doesn't fucking so, matter. He can still be a racist. Ben Carson is racist against his own black people. I mean, come on. Ben Carson. Ben you Carson can, is. You can be a member uh, of that race and also be racist towards them. Right. I had somebody on Twitter call me a racist earlier this week because I said something about white people. I'm like, aren't you the people that try to say that, you know, because like the, peer, the person that you are trying to quote from is black, he can't possibly mm-hmm. be racist against black people? That doesn't okay, work well, the same way. So no. to finish it up, and we're going to finish up the Trump Roundup with this last quote here from Wonkhead is like, Yeah, this is breaking news. Who would have thunk it? Much shocking. Many wow. Mind blown. (laughs) Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations westward the wagons across the sands of time until we oh look at me I'm rambling again well I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves catch you later on down the trail alright well that does it for us here at the Utah Outcast the next action packed episode will be out in about 48-ish hours uh, for the second set of our weekly episodes that will come out on Wednesday. So if you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss out. However, before I let you guys go, and gals, sorry, everybody go, I have to give a ton of love to the people who have given to the show and have pretty much made it so they've paid me to love them. I'm I'm kidding. I love every single one of you good people out there that are donating to the show. You make my life a lot fucking happier by doing so. So, in uh, no in particular order, we have Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabel Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, Atheist Ranger, I knew you would say that, George Green, Satan's Little Monkey, Lord Caitiff, uh, Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnston, host of the Brainstorm Podcast and the Hardcore Skeptic, yeah, get your plug in. Uh, Steven Andrus, Angelica Pearson, Janet Uter, Desire Lynn Ward, and our newest one, Kimberly Kellogg, who's joined us as a sustaining member. Uh, all of your people's support is doing wonders for the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I really, really do appreciate it. It's uh, it's made my life a lot better. by ha- Instead of just throwing something out in the void, you actually get the feedback from people, and I, I fucking love that. Uh, if you don't have the money to share with the show, please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you think we deserve some sort of five-star review on whatever service you catch us on. No new ones this week. I'm going to start demanding it. Maybe I'll have a prize coming out, and we'll have it go that way. Like, hey, I'll give you a prize if you give me a review. Or is that some sort of bad thing that you're not supposed to do? I don't know. Maybe it'll get the people off their butts that don't review the show. With that, it's time to bring episode number 161 to a close. And remember, everyone... You're welcome. I wish I would have met you. Now it's a little late. What you could have taught me. I could have saved some face. 
this uh, comment <laughs> on YouTube, Kyle, about the... As I figured, doing a Gavin McInnes video, we would get uh -huh. some blowback from this. Of, and course, so, of course we would. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the funny thing is, is that I, I'm starting to treat YouTube a lot more like it's my own private kingdom kind of thing. Like, I am <laughs> I am God on my own channel. And I didn't... When I first started it off, I didn't kind of think of it that way. You know, it's a, I think it's a community kind of thing. You know, everybody chips into everybody else. You know, nobody has bad ideas. No, that went away pretty fucking fast. And so this person, I've already muted them and deleted their comment from the channel because I'm like, I don't care. You're not allowed in my kingdom. Get out of here. <laughs> Said, and this was the episode last week when we had Dan on. So it was Kyle, Dan, and I. So three meat-headed bearded guys. And this guy's like, so he's not a meathead or obese. And more, most importantly, you disagree with him. So demonize him, fags. Hashtag suck it. That's not even a good comment. Like, not even a good insulting comment. Like, are you trying to be insulting? Because fags doesn't work as an insult anymore to me. You no. <laughs> meathead? What are we, like, 92? Meathead? I'm like, I I'm, guess. I lift weights. Sure. That Does that make me a meathead? I mean, I'm doing a political show. I, I, don't, I don't think you get many meatheads that care enough about current events to talk about this kind of shit. I mean, unless you're dropping a lot of bros, dude, bro. Dude, yeah. bro. No, dude, bro. Really. Totally. Bro. No, no homo, no. you know. I mean, yeah, no, I love these no, guys because well. I love these guys because they they clearly didn't listen to the sh to any of the content. Yeah, because before they decided to chime in. We demonize him. We demonized him because he was trying to say another person is a closeted gay, and even if that person was, what fucking business is it of his? You know. <laughs> People just don't so? like being challenged, like at all. Is Gavin commenting on this because he he's worried about what Michael Wolf is doing with his genitals? It's like, do you want them in your <laughs> mouth, Gavin? Is that what you want? I mean, I'm well, I'm not it's... against it. Fine, whatever you want to do, but like, don't shame people into that stuff. That's like yeah. going up to the pretty girl in elementary school and pulling her hair, and they're like, oh, that means she likes you. No, that means you're an asshole. <laughs> it's just, and so I think Danny Walker on YouTube thinks that somehow we're we're closeted, and we 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 think that he's some sort of a. Uh, paragon of human evolution or something i don't know I'm yeah probably, I don't, i'm probably I don't, digging too much into it but i don't i don't think any of us are uh anywhere near a closet well i mean well, physically well, i'm near a closet but that's like totally not the metaphor as henry rollins put it a long time ago on one of his spoken word albums that he said he's like and because he got interviewed for a magazine and they said so why are you fag dude and he's like wait really you think i'm gay <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like, look, man, if there was a closet, I would have broken it down and burnt it for kindling 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Very angrily. (laughs) He's like, I don't understand how people are like against homosexual people. It's like it's a curb this high, like in like a centimeter high. It's like, oh, (laughs) get the fuck over it. (laughs) Literally just in my head now, I have like a 20 second video of Henry Holland just kicking closet down, screaming. Just, just a wardrobe just being shattered into explode. millions of pieces. <laughs> the closet door explodes and he comes yeah. out with a dick in his hand. Yeah, not, you know, not even like kicks it down, it just blows up. This <laughs> is my blows penis. Up. He comes walking out. Yeah, it's a dick. So? Fuck this closet, I got a dick. Woo! He jumps out and kicks down the next one. <laughs> Rollins, Rollins is my idol. I've, I've stated it years and years now. It's like, I love that man. Like, he can do no wrong, in my opinion. Unless he comes out and he's like some sort of sexual... You know, abuser kind of guy. Then fuck him. Oh but God, you're the latest Steven Seagal. Woo-hoo! Well, no shocker. fucking kidding, right? I mean, oh, dude, yeah, that, that's dude. surprising. 